Y Combinator. Fine. You just touched on that, mm-hmm. and I need to know just because mm. it's changed Ask so much me over anything. the years. Y Combinator at the start, early days, becoming a partner there. What was it like going through that first program? Remarkably unremarkable. Mm. The first batch of YC was, it was an experiment. So I had pitched Paul Graham at the end of a talk that he gave at at Harvard. Um, Had gone up during senior spring break uh, with my co-founder. And and after this talk, Paul, and he, he posted online, it's called How to Start a Startup. And it was the perfect talk for us at that time, because I had just decided I wasn't going to law school. I knew I wanted to start a company, convinced my roommate to start this thing. And after the talk, said, hey, Dr. Graham would love to get uh, a cup of coffee with you. It'll totally be worth you know, the cover of uh, cost, the cost of this drink to take you out. And, uh, and he said, you, really? And I was like, yeah, look, we came all the way up from Virginia. And he was shocked even that we had come all the way up from Virginia, because maybe he didn't think we had trains or planes. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, but he agreed to it. We met him that night. I pitched him on this idea. It was a different, totally different startup. It's called My Mobile Menu, or, or mm for short. It would let you order food from your phone without having to wait in line. But this was before smartphones. So it was like text-based. It was janky as hell. He was really excited about it, thankfully, uh, but would later reject us. Uh, in the meantime, he announces Y Combinator and says, hey, I think random college kids, when given $6,000 per founder, that's how much it was, spending an entire summer just building, like writing code, talking to customers, can one day build billion dollar businesses. And that was the premise. It happened perfectly because we didn't even have to decide to drop out because it was senior year at UVA. So we graduated, went up to Boston. I said we had gotten rejected, came back the next morning because he called and he was like, look, we, we don't like your mm idea, <laughs> uh, but we like you too. So if you change your idea, we'll come, we'll give you a check. And, uh, and I was like, let me think about it. Uh, but I was just playing it cool. Got off the train, mm-hmm. called him back, said, look, we'll take it. $12,000 in our bank account later, we had our initial funding. And that first batch really was Paul and Jessica. Uh, and then Trevor and Robert were the other two friends who were founders, but not as engaged. They were they were pretty engaged those first couple of years. But it was an experiment. It was Paul, mostly I think just Paul's money, saying, hey, I got this wild idea. And and then the, the key insight they hit on, though, was forcing us to meet up once a week every Tuesday for dinner because now you had this cohort you had this mindset of we're all on this together 05 was a weird time to start a startup no one was doing it so you felt like you finally had some people who can empathize with you and you know back then every week they'd invite a guest speaker to sort of let you hear from inside the room or the room where it happened so see what <laughs> yeah there you go good and, plug but it was just Paul, well, this is the benefit of hindsight. As a 21-year-old CEO, first time, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm getting such exposure. It was just Paul's friends, like his lawyer friend, talking about how to, like a term sheet and basic stuff. And then like his finance friend talking about this is what venture capital is. But it was so abstract, so not tactical, so not helpful. Today, right, it's like the founders of Airbnb riffing about their No, back then it was just Paul's friends. But bringing us together once a week helped because it kept us honest because of the peer pressure of having to talk to like Justin and Emmett and be like, hey, what do you work, what'd you work on last week? And, you know, when you have people who are also very motivated and sort of giving you that pressure to, to get shit done, it forces you to actually do the work. And I mean, not everyone ends up doing it, but dude, it was a shit show. The whole thing. And even the demo day. I, had a, I, I pitched for 20 minutes and took questions. You know, today these startups pitch for like 60 seconds. 10 seconds? Yeah. I don't know, 30, 60 seconds, no questions. 
uh, and they figured out how to scale it, I think, pretty impressively. Uh, but believe me, it started out janky as hell. And, and that's something that I think often gets lost in the myth making. Yeah. But the first few years of YC were very janky. It was seen as, I think most people were quite dismissive of it. And frankly, PG and Jessica were not that sophisticated when it came to Silicon Valley VC because they were based in Boston. They didn't even move to San Francisco until a, maybe a year or two later because they were splitting the batches doing winter in San Francisco because the winters in Boston were so rough and summers in Boston. And then eventually there weren't enough investors coming out. If you can believe this, there were not enough investors coming out to Demo Day uh, who missed out on some amazing companies. Uh, so they moved the whole thing to SF and the rest is history. 